Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, morning everyone. Russell. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. That we are here with you. It is our privilege, it is our honor that among all the peoples of the earth, you call us to be with you this morning. You called us by name. We could have been anywhere else. And yet we are here with you in the presence of the King of Kings, the creator of the universe, the maker who is able to make every grace abound towards us. And we come here with all our baggage, with all our cares, with all our concerns to draw from you and to drink from you again. We come here to meet our Father and to be with you, to receive from you of your presence, Lord, the love of our God. We come to see our King who is ever merciful, who renews his mercy for us every single day. The God who is ever willing to pour his grace into our lives, not withhold anything back, not give according to what we deserve, but give according to who he is, the one who is unchangeable in his affection towards us. We come to meet our Father, the Father who has loved us with an everlasting love, and his love for us is so much that he thought it worthy to sacrifice the royal blood of Jesus the Holy One, for our sake, sinners. Such is His love for us. We thank you, Father, for that privilege to be with you. The Lord who in the midst of His people is mighty. And we receive, Lord, this morning of your peace, of your joy that you pour into us, of your presence that touches us through your anointing, that we shall not be the same again. Our life must change, must become an effulgence of that presence, that light burning bright that is seen by everyone around. And your peace and your joy, Father, that you give us this morning, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and all those that are called by your name that are part of this prayer group. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and with all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians who have not yet encountered you and all those that choose to turn the other way and walk against you. And yet you are still God. Yet you are still their Father. Quicken them, O Lord, that their hearts be turned towards you and their lives be transformed through that revival. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, the one who is our goodness, our fortress, the one in whom we trust, the ancient of days, the God of peace, the God of hope and patience who shall bruise Satan under our feet, the father of lights, the one who destroyed our enemy, cut their shoots from the top and their root from the bottom. For this is what your word says. The God of overflow, the God of miracles, the one who is our refuge and our portion in the land of the living. 
And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The Lord, our redemption, our rock, our refuge, the Prince of Peace, through whom we have made peace with our King, our Father, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the sheep get the door, the bridge to him, the way, the truth, and the life. Our daily bread, the word himself. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of truth who guides us into all truth. The spirit of resurrection who gives life to our mortal body and who quickens our spirit that we are made alive and awake in the spirit to all things of the spirit. The one who reveals the deep and secret things of the father. The one who quickens us and heals our backsliding. Our comforter, our advocate, our friend, the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your love, for your presence with us, and for every spiritual gift in the heavenlies that you pour into us, for every grace that you make abound towards us. We thank you, Father, for angels, for destiny helpers that you have placed in our lives to help us. We thank you for family, for friends who reflect the love that you have for us, unconditional. We thank you, Father, for the roof over our head, for the food on our table. We thank you for protection against weather, against all kinds of adversity, against financial challenges, against spiritual challenges. We thank you, Father, for giving us the gift of your word and the opportunity to pray wherewith we can give you authority to step into our realm and take charge. We thank you, Father, that you give us that advantage through that prayer so that when we stand in the day of battle, you stand with us through that advantage that you have made available to us. And when God is for us, no one can stand against us. We thank you, Father, for all the truth that you reveal to us. That truth which has stayed hidden from us all these years. And the devil has done his best to keep us ignorant, to keep us as unbelievers, to keep us in sin, so that we might not have that authority, that power, that knowledge, that wisdom and understanding that comes from you, that truth which sets us free. We thank you that you have called us, Father, to reveal this truth to us. So that standing on that truth, we can stand as if on a rock and be more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. For the victory has already been won. We thank you, Lord. And as we pray this morning, I'd like us to look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 29, which says, if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Now, the promise is the covenant of abundance given to Abraham and his seed by God. So the question I'd like us to reflect on today is, what did the Bible mean by Abraham's seed? The Jews thought that they were his seed on account of their biological descent through him. 
through Abraham, through Isaac, through Jacob. But Jesus reframed the conditions. So it is not for ancestry or posterity, for generations. Are you Abraham's seed? That is a question we need to ask ourselves today. And let's work that out. In John 8, verse 39, Jesus said, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. So let's look at what are his works. For that, we need to look at Galatians chapter 3, verses 6 to 9. Abraham believed God, it says, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Verse 7. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith preached before the gospel unto Abraham. That is even before the gospel came, before Jesus came, bringing the good news. Even before that, it was preached unto Abraham, saying, In thee shall all nations be blessed. So then, this is verse 9 now. So then they which be of faith are blessed along with faithful Abraham. Now this mechanism of being counted as righteous through faith was only made available to us much later through the blood of Jesus, when we believed in him and we confess him as Lord, as Acts 2.38 says. Then we shall receive our salvation, that is the abundance, the gift of abundance, the covenant made to Abraham. But here we see that it was used to count Abraham as righteous much in advance, much before even the law was given to Moses. The law which was to be abided by all the Israelites much before Jesus came. And that is where verse 8 comes from, where it says that foreseeing God would justify the heathen, that is the non-Jews, through faith. The faith that comes from the preaching of the gospel. Abraham was preached that much before in advance. So all those who are of faith are counted righteous. It is not being a Christian or a Catholic by religion that makes you righteous with God. That does not make you a chosen race. And the promise of God is through the righteousness of faith. This is confirmed by Romans 4 verse 13. That is, our righteousness can only come through faith. We receive this righteousness when we accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. That's what Acts 2.38 and 39 says. And through his blood are we made righteous. And that is what Galatians 3 verse 14 refers to. So in multiple places, it talks about the same thing. Being made righteous through faith in Jesus, redeemed by his blood. And so it is when we believe in Jesus... That is when we become Abraham's seed. This is Galatians 3, verse 22. 
And hence Galatians 3.29 that we saw at the start says, if you are of Christ, that is, if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and are partakers of the promise of faith made to him. A seed, one that carries Abraham's spiritual DNA, that is his kind of faith, that was pure and withstood all the tests that God had put for him. So he was counted righteous. And through him all generations are blessed. The blessing for all those who believe. Now when I reflect on this, I was drawn to the word seed. Why does the Bible call the believer a seed? Abraham's seed. So when you reflect on the seed, we see that a seed carries in itself the nature and traits of the parent plant, its DNA. In our case, the spiritual DNA of Abraham. It grows to look like the parent plant and produces fruit of the same kind as the parent plant. Our parent plant here in faith is Abraham. So do you carry his nature and his faith? Is that faith producing fruit like he did? Are we believing God and his promises like Abraham did? Or do we just get tired, worn out and give up because of our fast food lifestyle? Everything must be instant. Are our words, our thoughts and actions of faith in line with what the Bible teaches? Or do we change that as soon as we come out of church or out of our prayer room? Are we demonstrating Abraham's character in our Christian experience and in our walk with God? And for that, it is important to understand Abraham's story from the book of Genesis. How over a period of 25 years, he held on to the promise. And because he did not give up and was ever willing to sacrifice even that only son, the promise himself, did not deny God how he was willing to stand in the gap and intercede for Lot. Are we demonstrating Abraham's character in our Christian experience? And our walk with God? Or are we disobeying and rebelling against him? Are we just getting tired and giving up? These are the questions we must ask ourselves. What am I missing if I am falling short? What is the solution to it? And lastly, every seed produces after its own kind. That was the rule set out during creation in Genesis 1 verses 11 and 12. So when we carry that faith, it is our duty to produce after our kind. The kind that we have received or the kind that we are when we become spiritual descendants of Abraham, carrying his spiritual DNA. People of faith, we must produce after our kind. Through faith, would all those generations be blessed? So it is our duty to evangelize, to bless others, to stir up their faith, that they shall gain their salvation too and become children of Abraham.
his seed. The mystery here is the multiplicity that is made available in the seed. It is not only those that Abraham blessed, but through that mechanism that becomes self-propagating. All the nations are blessed through him, through that seed. And this is also Jesus' instruction for us as seen in Matthew 28, verse 19, where he said, go therefore and make disciples of men. Make them like you are, disciples of Jesus. Make them after your kind. Be that seed. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we understand the meaning of this in our spirits so that when we go out, we don't just say pray for us. And on when others say pray for us, we don't just pray for them. But we step out as Abraham's seed. And we carry that faith that faith which you have given in us as a gift and that faith that we know to be infectious when backed by your word. We pray, Father, that we each of us carry that same gift and be Abraham's seed and be that intercessor that stands in the gap, the one that is able to bring another lost sheep towards you. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. And as we pray for that spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and for our temporal needs, for those of our family and all the requests that are mentioned on our prayer group. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling sickness and disease. We pray in a special way for all those that are in war-torn areas around the world, living in constant fear of death, of harm, of being harmed in any way for all the mental tortures that they go through. We pray for all those that have had to leave their homes as refugees for various reasons. We pray for all those that are marginalized this day in any which way, discriminated against. We pray also for all those that are battling joblessness, financial challenges, those that have lost their livelihoods, their sources of income, those that are struggling on their jobs, but are holding on to it just because the bills need to be paid. Father, you are a merciful father and you are our shepherd. And your word says that when you are our shepherd, we shall lack nothing. And yet your people suffer. We ask for mercy, Lord. We ask forgiveness for all our shortcomings. for those of our brothers and our sisters. And we stand in that gap, Father, and plead your mercy. That there be transformation, that there be renewal. 
that there be a miracle this day. That all that which has not happened in these last few months, in years in some cases, shall now transpire and your glory be revealed in their lives, Father. We pray also for all families that are battling all kinds of divisive forces and separation. We cover them as well as every family that is part of the Brisbane Prayer Group by your precious blood, Jesus. And we speak over every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. We put on the angels that you, Lord, have given charge over them. And we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with their need that aligns with your will. Let your will be done and enforced in their lives. That no enemy can steal that destiny that you have made for them, that you have planned for them. The thoughts that you think towards them, thoughts of peace and of prosperity to give them an expected end. Father, let that will be enforced. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about them and protect them from harm and keep them safe from harm, from sin, from danger, from accidents, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, from hijacking, from terrorism, from any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus over this entire prayer group and every member of each of these families. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. We take a moment to remember them. Those that are battling addictions, those that are battling anxiety, depression, or any other kind of pressures that have kept them yoked to the ground against their will. In the name and the authority of the King of Kings, Jesus himself, we declare that bondage broken right now. We come in agreement with each other and I declare that bondage broken right now. Let every chain be severed. You know, the spirit of the Lord sets free, is free indeed. Lord, we call on your anointing, that yoke-breaking anointing from Isaiah 10, verse 27, to touch these lives this day, so that in the name of Jesus, there is liberty, there is freedom, there is revival, there is renewal. And let those hearts and those homes be filled by your presence and your word. That word that sets them free. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families, especially those members that have not yet received their gift of salvation. That they might be quickened this day, for unless you draw them to you, Father, they cannot come. This is what your word in John 6.44 says. So we call on your name and ask you to draw them, Lord. For that their hearts be open to you. And when they call on your name, they cannot end up in shame, but they shall be delivered. We pray in a special way for our brother Vivek and our sister Shanine as well. Lord, your gift to us to this prayer group. And we ask for your anointing to touch their lives this day as they lead us into this evening's praise and worship session where we connect with you 
And then when your word is broken open and revealed through them, Lord, your message, your presence that hovers over that prayer meeting. We ask for your guidance over their lives, over their spirits. Forgiveness for all the mistakes that they have made. And we ask for your anointing, Father, so that through this praise and worship session, there are mighty healings that take place. There are transformations, there are renewals, there are salvations that take place when people make that decision today to give their hearts to you, Lord. Through that word that is broken, that bread broken and shed, people are nourished, fed, and refilled by your presence so that all those things, thoughts, worries, and cares that bogged them down are now moved out of the way. We thank you, Father, for your anointing over them. And we ask for a special protection over their lives, their jobs, their businesses, their finances, their families, their income, their assets, their territories, their homes, everything connected with them, Father. Let there always be an increase. Let them always be the head and never the tail. We give you glory and we give them honor. We thank you, Lord, for this precious gift. We thank you, Father, that in the name of Jesus, we are now able to raise our own personal intentions as well. And let us take a moment to raise our personal prayer here. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our faith in accordance with your will, Make this our prayer of agreement. That prayer must be an answered prayer. We are not accepting a no for this, for an answer to this prayer, Lord. And your Holy Spirit prays with us too. He makes intercession on our behalf and he is here. We make this our prayer in the spirit in agreement with him as well. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join in. Those that are seeking that gift to step up in faith Unmute your mics, release your voice and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank Sandra <laughs> <laughs> 
Scripture I've been given today is Romans 3, 21 and 22. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe, for there is no distinction. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from the book of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 37 and 38, where it is written. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a reminder about this evening's Bible study session. The topic is having a healthy self-image. 
and in this we will learn that it is god's will for us to have a healthy self image and he desires for us to truly love ourselves we shall share links for people to join on zoom and on youtube along with uh, a short program of different timings so that people can join in accordingly if they can't attend the entire session please at, invite them to join at least some part of it and timings for our people to join around different time zones around the world will also in, be included in that message we shall share it on our telegram group please share that message and invite others to come the bible study session will start at 5:30 pm australian eastern standard time followed by i confess boldly at 6:30 testimony time from 6:45 to 7:30 followed by the bible teaching the topic of the day also another reminder that if you are being blessed by these morning encounters with the lord by the evening rosary and divine mercy which is also running live now on youtube and the recordings are also made available which are shared on our telegram group and the daily reflections the powerful reflections that brother savio shares as well those are available on our telegram group as well as on facebook please share those so that others in your contact circles can receive that message and their lives can be blessed that is actually the gist of today's topic being abraham's seed it's not just receiving that blessing and keeping it for ourselves but being that seed that self propagates and shares it with others we also have a second scripture that has been shared in our chat this morning this is from isaiah 65 verse 24 where it is written before they call i will answer while they are yet speaking i will hear amen thank you jesus and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us the love of a father unconditional let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of jesus and for his glory we bless and have a wonderful friday everyone and we shall see you at our prayer meeting our bible study session this evening Thank you Russell. Thank you Russell. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have Bye everyone. Have a, have a lovely day. Have a lovely day. Thank you Russell. Thank you everyone.